Blog Talk Radio. J20. Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Yes, Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Ring Top 5. Blog Talk Sports Radio. Ring Top 5. Good morning, this is uh, Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Radio. I want to welcome you to another edition of the JT Live Super Bowl edition. Super Bowl 49, Breakdown 6. Today I'm your host, my name is JT Live. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about and cover this morning on Super Bowl 49. If you're in the Chicago area, let me tell you right now, well, you already know what's going on in the Chicago area. We're snowed in, and let me tell you, it, it seems harder and harder every second, but I want to welcome you to this happy Super Bowl Sunday, Whew. you know, this is uh, the one of the bigger events, sporting events, you know, probably in the world, but definitely in the United States of America, I mean, everybody, I was in the stores yesterday, and it, you know, there were lines outside of the door, you know, people trying to, to get in and purchase, um, you know, things, of course, we have the snows on too, but Still, you know, you have people buying chips, Doritos, all sorts of things, you know, for the Super Bowl show. So for the Super Bowl um, that they played um, in Glendale, Arizona, uh, later on uh, today. But, hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Um, if you listen on demand, we thank you for listening as well. If you're listening live via your computer, we thank you as well. If you want to follow our show, uh, you can follow us right here on Blog Talk Radio. You can, can click the follow button. Also, if you want to follow us on Twitter at Rank Top Five Sports, you can also like our page on Facebook, Rank Top Five Sports Talk Network. I want to talk about uh, some of the. I want to just break down some of the keys of today's game, but also talk about NFL honors last night, and um, just just kind of go from there. And you know, we'll be here for the next probably next thirty minutes, just giving I'll be giving my keys. Uh, to today's game, but uh, I'm going to start with NFL honors, and last night I got a chance to watch it, and I was up working, you know, tweeting and, and doing all these different things uh, via social media uh, last night, and it's interesting to see, and, uh, you know, you, get, you had the coaching year again for the second year in the row, Bruce Arians out of uh, Arizona, Arizona Cardinals, and what a tremendous job he's done with that team in the last two seasons. I mean, he's really kind of brought them out of the doldrums. You know, I mean, the Cardinals, of course, they've been to the Super Bowl, you know, a few years ago, but after that, they've pretty much been marginal, and then, you know, they kind of went down to the dumps, but Bruce has brought that team back up, um, you know, out of the dumps. Also, Ty Bowles won assistant coach of the year, one of his former coaches at Arizona, now the New York Jets coach. So, uh, Arizona had a lot of um, of success this year. Of course, they, they were unfortunate to um, to have uh, an issue with their quarterback play, you know, injuries. You know, injuries are part of the game, and so that thing happens. And so Arizona ended up, um, you know, really not making it out of the uh, the playoffs. You know, that's the one game. You can only go so far without your starting quarterback, then your second-string quarterback, you know, and then you're down to guys you're signing off the, you know, off the street, then you're really, really going to have a tough – congratulations to Coach Aarons and Todd Bowles for the Arizona Cardinals. 
Also, offensive player of the year was DeMarco Murray. Uh, you know, DeMarco had a great year. You know, as you look back, what it said, Dallas Cowboys, it, you know, um, that offensive line is great, but Murray did run that football. You know, he ran it, and, uh, you know, he helped lead the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, it, it just goes to show you that you need an effective running game in the NFL. You know, I, I know everybody's into the past happy league now, but you definitely need a running game, and that's evident by, you know, the team that's in the Super Bowl in Seattle. You know, they, they have a running game. It's in New England as well. So those are keys, but offensive player of the year was DeMarco Murray. Defensive player of the year, without question, J.J. Watt. I mean, the guy is just off the chain, unbelievable, big play player. He's a game changer. You know, you have a lot of people who are gamers, but J.J. Watts is a game changer. This guy can affect the game. He caught a couple of touchdowns on the offensive side of the ball as well. So it just goes to show his versatility and what he's able to do on the football field. Have a lot of respect for J.J. Watt and, and what he has done, you know, coming out of the University of Wisconsin and, you know, you know, usually at the University of Wisconsin, you see either hearing about running backs, offensive linemen. <laughs> you know, that's what they usually produce. But this guy has been—he's um, been—he's—he's he's been a beast for the past couple of seasons. So, big shots to JJ Watt. And then, uh, let's see. Of course, MVP of the league. And being that I'm a Chicago Bears fan, it's hard for me. It's very hard for me to talk about anything relating to Green Bay Packers. But got to give. Aaron Rodgers, his props. I mean, the guy, he, he's just, it seems like he's gotten better year after year after year after year. And I know he was playing with a chip on his shoulder, seeing that he slid so far in the draft. I think it was back in like 2006, 2007, something like Aaron Rodgers just dropped. He dropped in the draft. And it was kind of hard seeing him just sit there when he was coming out of Cal. But, you know, things happen for a reason. And we see now, you know, I have to say, <laughs> he's top, piece. I still like Tom Brady, but I think he surpassed Tom Brady this season. I have to say that. He surpassed Tom Brady this season as being the top quarterback in the NFL for me, in my opinion. Um, the guy just, he can put that ball, his ball placement, and his ability to will his team to win. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, who participate in sports don't really um understand that you can, at, from time to time, you can will your team to victory if you have those leadership capabilities and qualities. And Aaron Rodgers just has that for that team. I mean, you know, you can put pretty much any receiver. And let's, well, I won't say any receiver, but they do put some nice rep, well, weapons around him. You know, Randall Cobb, Jordy Nelson, uh, you know, and uh, Eddie Lacy now in, in the backfield, you know, that's that also helps uh, – you become successful as well. But Aaron Rodgers is definitely the man on that football team. So big shout out to those guys who won awards um, yesterday. There were a few other awards, but um, those are the major folk, one ones that I want to focus on uh, today. You know, I, I wanted to get into the storylines the past two weeks for the NFL. And this has been, to me, I think one of the most uh, talked about Super Bowls with so many trending topics going on um, at, at one time. Of course, with social media, social media sports, and you had so many storylines going on that, well, I won't say so many, but you had two main storylines. Let me just let me just correct that. You had two main storylines that captured um, the national attention with, with uh, in regards to the Super Bowl. One, let's just go back to last week. 
and Ballgate was the issue. I mean, everybody talked about Bill Belichick. Everybody talked about Tom Brady. I never heard so much about footballs, actual footballs, during media, you know, during these these weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. And you know, I will say this, and I don't know who knows who did what. I'm not going to sit up here in judgment and say, uh, you know. Coach Belichick or Tom Brady, although I have my suspicions, and I can just make my observations. Now, I'll tell you like this, you know, you got 12 footballs, 11 of them deflated. Ah, got ish, some, something's going on with that. So, you know, you kind of look at that and kind of ask question marks. You know, people can ask questions and, and you know, kind of find out. If Belichick doesn't know, Tom Brady definitely does. He should, I think, because he handles the court, He handles the footballs. Center quarterback exchange is probably the most important thing that happens in football. I mean, that, that quarterback has to get that ball from that center. Now, quarterback needs to be comfortable with his footballs. I mean, every quarterback is different. He likes to handle footballs differently. But I've never heard so many, so much talk about footballs in my life in a, in, in, in a game uh, leading up to a big game. And, and there was some, I don't know, the, the Patriots have a history. You know, they definitely have a history of doing things, you know, a little shady. They do. But, I, you know, that had no, no deterrent. That wasn't a determinant, determinant factor in how they beat the beat the heck out of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. I mean, you know, come on, let's keep it real. Yeah, it, it was uh, that had nothing to do with it. But, you know, Belichick is going to be under scrutiny anytime anything happens with New England. And, I mean, the guy's trying to win. I mean, if he pushes the envelope on winning, I mean, sometimes people push the envelope to try to get as many advantages as possible. That's it's not that's not a new concept. So you had Ballgate last week, and that was one of the most talked about things going on. I'm like, man, it it was on the news cycles, social media cycles, twenty four seven. People were breaking down, and scientists were coming in. I mean, it was just crazy. So you know. I don't know. That that just was a little much for me. Then we come to Super Bowl week. And it's Lynch game. Marshawn Lynch is the topic of discussion. He won't talk to the media. Never have I seen. But so much exposure went to a guy who did not want to talk to the media. Ordinarily, we want everybody to talk to us. This guy did not want to talk, and he got more exposure for not talking. I, you know, some people have their views and opinions about it. You know, some people say, well, you know, he, the guy, you know, he should talk to the media. He's being an a-hole. He's being a jerk. You know, he needs to talk. He gets paid millions of dollars to do whatever and, and play a game. And so he needs to be appreciative. My take on it is this. Okay. Um, NFL does have its rules and regulations. Okay. And a person has a right to not talk if they don't want to. Now, Marshawn Lynch has been talking. He just hasn't been giving the answers that people want to hear. Just hasn't been doing it. But that being said, uh, there are people all the time who have to go to work, okay, and they may be introverts, which I don't. Marshawn Lynch is not an introvert. Let's just stop that one right there. He's not an introvert. But for people who are really introverts and they have to speak for a living, you, you do what you have to do in order to put food on your table, okay? 
do what you do in order to have to work. So, you know, Marshawn Lynch at this point has been a marketing genius because he hasn't spoken. Everybody wants to hear from Beast Mode. Everybody wants to hear those those one or two comments, you know, shout out to, to whoever, shout out to, to Africa, shout out to whatever, or, you know, thank you, thank you very much, or whatever, you know, those things. And, and you have a lot of kids watching, and people are really overblowing it because kids, kids understand. They understand. I mean, that, that, I think we need to give children a little bit more. Yeah, you have some children who are going to be influenced, but overall, you know, kids understand what what it is they need to do. They're not going to follow in the Marshawn Lynch's footsteps, and, and you know, when they get there, because most of the players don't do that in the NFL. Most of the players conform to the rules and regulation as far as you know talking is concerned. And again, Marshawn Lynch is talking, just not giving the answers that they want to hear. But some guys love the media, some guys don't. It's just what it is. And I heard uh, ESPN analyst Stephen A. Smith really ripping into him, saying he should be fined $25,000 a day. Ah, I got problems with that, man. You want to find somebody $25,000 a day? You know, why would you want to take food out of somebody's mouth? Why would you want to take money out of somebody's pocket? I always have an issue with that. You know, keep your mouth closed on that issue. And, and Stephen A. Smith, so he's a good analyst, and, and you know, he's, he's loud and boisterous at ESPN. But, you know, sometimes, chill out, man. Sometimes less is more. You don't need to be as vocal to be seen or heard. I, I just got to take a shot at him on that one. If you want to get an interview with Marshawn Lynch, you know, try another way. And, and I think that's probably part of the issue is that Stephen A. has been dissed by Marshawn Lynch and hasn't uh, probably responded to him. And then Stephen A. Smith goes, always goes into these tangents about what I've done and, and who I am and, and I went to school. Oh, come on, man. People can talk. There, there are people out here who can talk. You're not the only one. You might be the loudest one. <laughs> you might be the loudest one at the time. But, you know, when you talk about finding somebody, you know, $25,000 a day, eh, you know, and then money's going to charity. I don't know if it's going to Marshawn Lynch's uh, charity of his choice, but I know money's going to charity, and it's a tax write-off. So let's, let's you know, let's be a little smart about this. Guy's not, as um, some people may think he's an idiot, things like that, very intelligent in order to pull this one off. So we had Ballgate and Lynchgate, and, and all these things have happened um, the last two weeks. You had so many other storylines, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Both of these guys were not number one draft picks, and yet they're starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, LeGarrette Blunt's, you know, story. I, that, I think that's probably a tremendous story as well. You know, a lot of people haven't heard that. Darrell Revis and Richard Sherman, you know, those two guys, a lot of beef going on with them from years back, Twitter wars as far as who's the best cornerback. So now that's coming head-to-head. And so, you know, we'll get to um, we'll get to that in our breakdown. But, hey, listen, you tuned in to Ray Top 5 Sports Talk Network. This is the JT Live Super Bowl 49 breakdown and predictions. I'm the host, JT, a.k.a. Well, Jeff Thomas, a.k.a. JT Live. That's right. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Ranked Top 5 Sports. You can also like our page on Facebook, Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Network. Uh, big shout out to our people uh, in Ranked Top Five Sports Chicago 24/7. That's our Facebook group, man. Those people are really interactive, intelligent, smart, and they get it in on sports. I mean, they do. They really do get it in. So I enjoy that group. It's it's crazy. It's fun and it's grown. You know, it's grown. And so our level is it's not your typical Facebook group. A lot of people are on Facebook groups and things like that. And and so you know, ah, uh, you, you kind of. Uh, yeah, you get a lot of cursing, a lot of that foolishness. I don't really buy into that. Also, a big shout-out to uh, the Frat House Sports Show. 
uh, right here on blogtalkradio.com. Your friends of the program, they will be on today. Actually, I'll probably be on their show a little later on this afternoon. I was I was pie, I was on plenty of shows yesterday. I think nine podcasts all together in one radio station um, out in California. So, uh, big shout out to those people who invited me on. It was a it was a long day of uh, talking football. Of course, Super Bowl is always popular. Uh, to talk about. I want to give my keys and breakdowns um, for the game uh, today. And I'm going to start with uh, the New England Patriots. You know, I'm I'm never going to put anything past uh, Bill Belichick. I mean, the guy is a genius. He's a mad scientist. The guy can put in work, okay? Uh, But I think it's going to be key today. See, the, the one thing about today's game, and, and, and you know, um, Seattle is used to playing in Arizona. I mean, of course, it's the NFC home, you know, home field, but they, they're used to playing in Arizona. Um, you know, they're used to playing in that field. They've done it, you know, how many times over the last few years? And, you know, they're going to feel more at home probably than New England. That's one. But New England is going to need to be able to control the football, and they're going to be—they're going to need to be able to keep Russell Wilson off the football field. A lot of people say, "Oh, you know, what, what are you talking about?" Well, if you get Russell Wilson on the field, Russell Wilson can can manage the game and kill time and score. That defense is just good enough to hold down Tom Brady and his offense. I mean, it can happen. It can be done. So it's going to be key that the New England Patriots Patriots sustain drives, long drives. They're going to have to do it. They're going to have to kill time. They're going to have to keep Russell Wilson off the field. And the Green Bay Packers just about did that um, yesterday. I mean, they – I mean, I'm sorry, a couple of weeks ago. The Green Bay Packers almost – they really, really almost did that with turnovers. Russell Wilson had a really poor game, but – you know, I think that's going to be key. The play of LeGarrette Blunt, he is going to have to really have a big game. And I, I'm, uh, he might, he may end up being MVP. I'm saying it now, but just that's just throwing it out there. But ball control is going to be key for the New England Patriots. On defense, we know that Seattle runs that read option. Can those linebackers? stay in defensive end, stay disciplined enough not to get sucked in by Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson is a very deceptive quarterback. I mean, the guy can, you know, he runs that read option. And I think uh, part of the problem with what happened in the Green Bay game in the first half, they didn't run it enough. So, you know, in this game, if, uh, if, if they don't, you know, do it early on, you know, I, I think they'll have some problems. The Patriots will play discipline. They will play a good game on defense. It will happen, and, and I will say that. Also, the keys uh, for the Patriots' victory is the the uh, the offensive side of the ball and Tom Brady passing. Okay, because you have Earl Thomas shoulder, uh, Cam Chancellor knee, and Richard Sherman. We don't know what his what his shoulder situation is like, or arm, whatever, elbow. And so Tom Brady's going to test that often and early. It's going to happen. Gronkowski's going to have to be big as well. But he's going to test that often and early to see what that secondary is all about. Because 
that's the strong point. That is the strongest point on the Seattle uh, Seahawks defense is their secondary. And if they're banged up, whew, that could be a tough one. That could be a long day because if Tom Brady gets in the groove and he gets to going and if a turnover happens and, and he gets that ball back, he gets those quick strikes, it could be a long day. It could be a long day for Seattle. So, you know, I'm going to say right now that, you know, ball control is going to be key. You know, going at those Seattle defensive backs, uh, playing disciplined defense against that read option, you know, they're really going to have to stay at home and pay attention to what's going on not get lost and get out of control uh, when it comes down to, to uh, you know, monitoring and spying on Russell Wilson. I don't know if spying on Russell Wilson is the, is the key. I just think playing sound, disciplined football, staying in your lane, playing your responsibilities, I think you'll be okay. I think when you start spying on one person, I think you, you know, you put your, you put your uh, team in the hands of, a, you know, of uh, one person versus, you know, one man. And Russell Wilson is, is a very deceptive quarterback. So you don't want to get into that type of uh, uh, battle with them on the spy. And Green Bay almost got away with it you know, two weeks ago, and but it, it ended up, you know, it just ended up being a, a wash after a while. So um, it happens. And the Patriots, one defense cannot give up big plays. Can't give up big plays. Because if you give up big plays, you know, Seattle, will, they, they'll pour it on you. They will pour it on now. So, uh, you know, you, you're really going to have to, to uh, Tom Brady's going to have to have a great game, limit his turnover. So it should be interesting to see how that takes place. Now, looking at Seattle, what are their keys to victory here? It's going to be the play of Russell Wilson. I mean, he's going to have to show up. He's going to have to be turnover free. He's going to have to be turnover free. Can't throw four interceptions and expect to win in the Super Bowl. I just don't see it. I'm surprised he got out of the NFC Championship. I'll just be totally honest with you. I think the Green Bay Packers made some mistakes and they weren't aggressive enough on offense. But let, let's just put it out there. You can't, you're not going to be able to do that against the Bill Belichick team. It's just not going to happen. Okay? It's not going to happen. So um, looking at that, Marshawn Lynch, Russell Wilson running the football. And uh, I had uh, a guest on this week who's, uh, who said that, you know, Marshawn Lynch needs to have 94 yards and Russell Wilson needs to have about 40. And the Seattle Seahawks will win the football game. And that's a valid point because if Russell's out in space, if he's getting loose and he's running that read option, he's out there, you got problems going on in defense. And you don't want to get Beast Mode started. Once Beast Mode gets started, I mean, he's about that action boss. <laughs> that's his favorite line. Once he gets started, it's hard to stop. It really is. It's really hard to stop. And that momentum just gets to pouring and pouring and pouring. So, you know, uh, that's going to be something to, to, to really be examined. You know, how well can the New England Patriots maintain Russell Wilson in beast mode? You know, we know Doug Baldwin and, 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 and Curse, you know, offense, their receivers aren't just, they just aren't the best receivers. I mean, they make plays. They do make plays. They have, they make big plays, but they're not, you know, they're not a Randy Moss. They're not a Calvin Johnson type. They don't have those type of receivers on offense. And neither does, Neither does Tom Brady. So this is a game, you know, which when you look at the, the, the weapons that are on offense, you don't really have a lot of, you know, household superstar-type names 
out there, especially at the skill positions. You have guys who, who get pretty much get the job done from a team, you know, standpoint. But Seattle seems to play with a chip on their shoulder. Pete Carroll, you know, it'd be interesting. Pete Carroll going up against Bill Belichick. Those are Pete Carroll knows how to win. Let's just put it plain and simple. Bill Belichick knows how to win. But Pete Carroll knows how to win. He's winning at USC. Now, that's a college game, but it's still high level. He's won a Super Bowl. He's taking that Seattle team. He's done, you know, tremendous things with it. So, you know, I, I mean, what what can you say? Success? Some people just have that formula on winning. <laughs> and right now, Pete Carroll is doing it. Uh, but the keys on defense, I mean, that secondary for Seattle was banged up. And that's a major concern. That's a major concern. You're going to have to be able, because the Patriots are going to be doing all those crossing rounds, running this way, that way, left, right, up the middle, up the center. You're going to need to be able to move. And if Gronk gets loose, I mean, you know, there's no telling what can happen once Gronkowski, if he gets into a, a groove as well. We know Gronkowski tough. Now, you know, he's not playing against the Indianapolis Colts defensive backs where he just pretty much manhandled them all over the place. He's playing against some real tough guys. And I will say this about Seattle's defensive backs. They are mentally tough. Mentally tough. So when you have guys who are mentally tough, they can play through injuries. It's the last game. So they will do whatever it takes in order to get that victory. And, and you know, sometimes when you go at a weakness, people protect their weaknesses more. Sometimes it makes sense to go at their strengths, and if you can wear their strengths down, you can go at their weaknesses, and then you can pretty much demolish them. But, you know, I, I think, uh, yes, Tom Brady should test that secondary, but that secondary might say, you know what, we're not going to let you beat us, period. We're not going to let it happen. So, you know, as you look at this game, and I'm going to give my prediction in just one second. You know, Seattle has to really play well. Russell Wilson needs to be on the football field. He needs to keep that defense off the field, period. You know, Tom Brady's going to test Richard Sherman. We know we know what Richard Sherman, you know, how he went at Tom Brady, you know, the first time uh, he played against him. I like, I like Richard Sherman. Guys, uh, you know, come on. He's a highly educated guy. Stand for grad. Mind games. See, a lot of people don't understand that. You know, you go to schools like Stanford and Cal, you know, those are thinking universities where you have to use your mind. And, and those guys get into the mind game uh, uh, battles with people. So I love it. You know, I love when I uh, when I hear and I see those guys out there verbally uh, join their people because you know it's all a psychological game. You know it's a mental game. And that's where you win football games. It's all mental. In sports, period, it's mental. So... Who will crack under the pressure? Who will not crack under the pressure? That will be the key in today's game. Of course, you got Tom Brady's legacy on the line. You know, will this be his last around? Bill Belichick, you know, hey, come on. What's going to happen? They've been to five Super Bowls. This is number six. You know, they've won three. You know, out of that five, we'll see what happens. Will this be the dawning of a new guy? And Russell Wilson, will he take over the reins and be that guy, that Tom Brady guy for the next 10, 15 years moving forward? So we'll see. But I'm going to give my predictions right now. That's right. It's your man JT Live right here on Ranked Top 5 Sports Talk Network. The JT Live Super Bowl 49 breakdown and prediction show. Hey, listen, okay, I'm going to give my prediction. I like Seattle. You know, I, I like Russell Wilson. I like what they do. Uh, and, and I'm pulling for him. 
But I just think that Tom Brady and the New England Patriots are going to pull this football game out. That's, that's right. I got the Patriots winning this game. 27-21, okay? And that's the odd score, 27-21. I have the New England Patriots winning this game. I just see I just see um, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick with all the things that have gone on around them, and they seem to take things personal. And when they take things personal, you know, they, they pretty much come out with the victory. So, yes, I have JT has chosen the Patriots um, as the team that will win Super Bowl Forty Nine in Glendale, Arizona, um, this year. So that's my pick. That's what I'm going with. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good game. I like Seattle. You know, I like what they do. I, I really do. I, I really like Seattle. I like Russell Wilson. Big Russell Wilson fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. I think Tom Brady's top five quarterbacks, period. I got my top five quarterbacks. Well, I get my top two. It's, it's Brady and Montana, one and two. Yeah, well. Let me go Montana Brady, one and two, that, that way. Because to me, Joe Montana is the greatest. He's the GOAT quarterback of all time, period. No questions asked. Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening to the show. Make sure you check us out tomorrow morning for the Monday morning, our final Monday morning quarterback edition uh, show, special Super Bowl edition will be up and, and running tomorrow morning at uh, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. But hey, I want to thank everybody for listening this morning. If you're listening in this morning, if you're listening on demand, I appreciate you. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at Rank Top 5 Sports. Like our page on Facebook, Rank Top 5 Sports. Talk radio. Hashtag us, RT5 Sports. Again, hashtag us, RT5. Hashtag RT5 Sports. Hey, listen, you guys have a wonderful day. I'm your man, JT Live. Check it out. You guys have a wonderful one. Ray Top 5, Blog Talk Sports Radio.